Welcome to the Hodge Podcast, where two seemingly meaningless people <laughs> talk about <laughs> meaningful things. Oh, I like that. Uh, oh, well. Did you just make that? I, that's off the cuff, and I'm not even, I don't even have any sleeves on. You're already good at this. Yep. And that's the end. That's, that's, it's all going to go downhill from there. No, this is just a, an attempt to talk about various things in our lives. You want to say why you... Uh, should we say who we are first? Yeah, maybe we should. Like, people don't know who we are. I am Chris Gore, a pastor of the First Baptist Church of Beggs, Oklahoma. And this is my wife. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little nervous. <clears throat> my name is Leslie. What's your last name, Leslie? Gore. And where are you from? I'm from the same place you are. You are? Yes. Yes, you are. You're actually from here. I'm not from here, but you are. <laughs> so what we're going to do, we're just wanting to do a, a podcast of various things that we have been thinking about, uh, have been learning, but we want to start out every episode with a dedication. So why don't you... Uh, why don't I you, think you should. You should I'll do it. Okay, you the, go first. Okay. The first dedication for me is is easy. I dedicate this episode to Zach Ward. Aww. I love that guy. Aww. He's the other he's the other pastor at our church and I couldn't do I couldn't do this. I couldn't do anything without him. So mm-hmm. he's just he's the best. Plus he has hand, foot and mouth disease right now. Mm-hmm. So it's he's like the first grown this might be I've ever known. in memoriam. <laughs> He's he's got it on his hands and his mouth. His no, he has it in his mouth. He's got it like on his nose. And, yeah. Yeah. I've uh, never heard of a grown up with hand, foot, and mouth. Yeah. I think it's because if you know Zach, he's a very he's an old soul. And so I think normally you get it when you're young. Mm-hmm. Uh and I don't think he ever interacted with young children. So <laughs> I don't think his body got any immunity yeah. built up. So who's your dedication? That's very sweet. It is sweet. I like the guy. Well, um, so we didn't know what the other person, who they were dedicating to. So. Did you choose Zach too? No. Oh. I chose the Jersey Mike's Chipotle cheesesteak sandwich. Also very meaningful in our life. Yes. You didn't know I was gonna. Well, I didn't know. I, I didn't was know, gonna like, totally like. I knew this could happen. <laughs> yeah. But I also. You love that sandwich. Yeah, and it's it's meant a lot to me this week. <laughs> <laughs> it has. We we were on a trip, and I was so hungry, and we had had a lot of the same kind of fast food, and just randomly, far far from home, we saw. A Jersey Mike's. And I almost cried. And that is one sandwich. If I could go on just a little more about the sandwich. I think... <laughs> have I talked about it more than you've... I think you've talked about the sandwich more than I talked about Zach. <laughs> so people have either quit listening or they've now moved to the Jersey Mike's like drive through <laughs> well, window. Well, just let me, let me say one more thing about the sandwich. Tell us about this sandwich. There are no other sandwiches. Like, I love sandwiches. <laughs> I do love sandwiches. But there are no other sandwiches that almost make me weep with like... Heartfelt gratitude. And if you haven't figured it out yet, folks, this episode's sponsor is Jersey Mike's. A sandwich no. so good, you'll weep about it and talk about it it's more so than an actual person. If you're hungry. <laughs> All right. Okay. But we're not we, really sponsored. They, Jersey Mike doesn't know us. We, we might. Yet. They might even make us blur that part out or delete it <laughs> later in editing. Uh, so let me just let's just tell you what the Hodge Podcast wants to do. This is the format's kind of you can think of it like a almost like what do we say like a Baptist potluck yeah. sort of situation where we're just going to talk about various subjects and be all these sort of you're picturing explain the potluck a potluck sort of I hope you want they me made to it. Talk more they, about food? Well, this is, if if we did a description of a potluck <laughs> that would be in. If we ever did a series of podcasts on Baptist distinctives, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be like believers' baptism by immersion, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, 
an egalitarian form of of ecclesiology and uh, and uh, potlucks. Yes, that would be that would be right up there. Yes, definitely. So a potluck is where everyone brings food. Everybody, and you don't know what you're going to get. No, and sometimes it's great. And Usually, it's great. It's normally great, especially at the first Baptist Church of Eggs. Yes, very good potlucks. I almost said podcasts. Um, yeah. And so that's what, this is going to kind of be like that, where every week we'll come with uh, a bunch of different things, a bunch of different uh, subjects, things we want to talk about, things that we've uh, just been thinking about. Each one of us will bring, you know, sort of different things to the table and then uh, hopefully have one or two big sort of like main dishes, I guess you could say, uh, for the week that we'll probably spend more of our time uh, Mm-hmm. chewing on not to take the metaphor too far <laughs> uh but yeah that's kind of mm-hmm. that's kind of the idea just a bunch of random meals laid out every week on the table we don't know what we're gonna get uh and you don't either but uh we'll we'll eat whatever we can and then what we run out of time for we'll pack up as leftovers for next time mm, very good and there will be a mystery jello salad yeah. <laughs> yes every week <laughs> every this is one of the best luck. parts of potluck <laughs> There's always someone that brings a mystery sort of dessert, some sort of jello type salad that you don't know. You don't know. Here's the thing. You don't know if it has cottage cheese or marshmallows. And that was like the saddest thing in my childhood was we would go to a potluck and I would see that creamy jello salad and I'd be so excited and... <laughs> I'd get it on my plate, take a big old bite, and it would be cottage cheese instead of marshmallows. <laughs> so I can't sad. believe you can't tell the difference between cottage <laughs> cheese and marshmallows. Yeah. That seems like a pretty yeah. easy. Yeah, that's that's probably that on you. Funny. All right, so let's go ahead and lay out. You know this. The but wait, the mystery Jello salad. Oh yeah. So every week, I'm not going to tell Leslie, and she's not going to tell me. Uh, we'll each have a topic. Uh, the, or one of us will have a topic, a surprise topic for the week uh, that the other one knows nothing about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that'll be our surprise jello salad. Like, hey, hey, Leslie, what do you think of, you know, whatever? Mm-hmm. Or, hey, Chris. And of course, I will have a wonderful answer for whatever it is. Or I'll pause the podcast and say, hey, what kind of a question is that? <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so that's, that's kind of going to be the format. I uh, hope you guys enjoy that. Though we want to start, let's start with the first thing, because we've spent enough time talking about food. The, yes. the, the first thing. Uh, I just want to point out who's here with us. No, 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 that's one of my that's one of my qualifiers. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay. yeah. Do you okay. Want to start with yeah. Qualifiers? So we'll start with qualifiers. Like these are just things, things that we know you know, and that that you're thinking, and and so we know you know these things, and we want you to know that we know that you know these <laughs> things, okay, about us doing this, like, like we know we're nobodies, right? That's right. that's kind of the we're the totally thing. Nobodies. We're there's there are just a handful of people that that know us, uh, and but that doesn't that doesn't matter to us. Uh, we're just. Uh, wanting to glorify God in everything that we do and fill up uh, the air. But that's that's what I'm going to get into in mm-hmm. just a little bit. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we know we're nobodies. Yeah. Uh, so you don't have to tell us. We know yeah. we're nobodies. Yeah, we know we're like, why? Sh- <laughs> when you're like, why should I listen to these guys? That's what we're going to be saying too. Like, why are you, why are you listening that? to us? <laughs> like, there's so many good... I was going through podcasts today to recommend some podcasts, and I just started like swiping through all these podcasts, but all these yeah. really good people and i thought what in the world are you doing like where yeah. are you gonna fit right uh in that and then i mm. then i realized it didn't matter uh so we know that we know that and we're fine with that. yeah and we're fine being being nobodies <laughs> uh we're not doing this to be somebody's uh we plan on staying nobody's yes nobody's uh, is a good place nobody's is a great place um and one, this is a big deal for me um I I am not your pastor, so we'll be talking about theological things. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we'll be getting into God's Word and really like, hopefully, laying down some truth and really making this a time that's you know worth your listen and that you do learn things from, and that you do uh, you know just enjoy and get some get some questions answered maybe or clarify some things and or hopefully just end up loving the Lord more after having listened to this and, and be more. Uh, 
you know, focused on your Christian life, your hatred of sin, your love of your love of the Lord. So, but I'm not your pastor. I'm supposed to shepherd the flock uh, among myself. Uh, and so, if if there if you do have any questions about what we say and you want to get it worked out, let me tell you, go to your pastor and ask them. If there's something that that you know you go, hey, I think that's different than what my pastor said. Go and talk to your pastor and humbly, uh, if he's if he's getting his answer from the word, uh, humbly submit to him uh, because he's the one who's got watch over your soul, not me. Uh, I don't know what you're going through. Uh, I don't know who you who you are per se. Now, if I am your pastor, uh, you you do need to listen to this, and Zach will back me up uh, on all of it anyway. So. You do have to listen to what I say. <laughs> okay. Do you, have, do you have any other? I've got another. I've got a few more qualifiers. Do you? What other qualifiers do you have? Well, I was just gonna say, like, I, I don't feel prepared for this. Like, <laughs> this has been a crazy week, right? Mm-hmm. Crazy day, and I was thinking today, like, yeah, when she says crazy day, <laughs> we just got out. Of a tornado shelter, like two hours ago. Yeah. A tornado just blew. We're, we live in Oklahoma. A tornado just blew that. through. Yeah, before that, she had, had dental work done. Yeah. So, yeah, it has been a pun, whirlwind day. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Uh, so Yeah, so, but I was thinking, like, um, we don't always get to be prepared for the work that God has for us. And it's good to just learn to... To trust him and to jump in. And so I'm kind of excited to do that because I was thinking today, like, if if we wait to do things for the Lord until we're prepared, we'll be dead. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes, we would so, be dead. So I'm just excited to even, to even put that out there that um, sometimes it's worth it to just to just jump in. Jump in and do Just it. Just do it. Yeah. And that's yeah. totally what we're doing right now. Just right? ship it. Yep. Okay. Do you have another one? Uh, yeah. One thing, and I think this is going to be part of what we're doing, is is uh, that we're we're young. Mm-hmm. Uh, we rec- And we recognize that. I mean, we want to point out some of our... our, our our failings and our, uh, you know, just uh, not inadequacies per se, but we do realize that we're young. We're, uh, and so we're still learning. And a lot of what we share will be what we're learning like right now. Like mm-hmm. Some of our meals will be, it's kind of like preparing the meal. It's uh, it's a meal that you saw or just ate yeah, uh, or, or saw on the internet saw <laughs> yeah, that had a bunch of, had a bunch of great reviews yeah. uh, on the internet. And so you're going to whip that up. So Yes, a lot of what we share is stuff that we're just learning right now, mm-hmm. and so we're not coming at it like uh, we've got it all popes on high. Out. Yeah, this is none of this is ex cathedra, yeah. uh, unless it's the word of God, in which case it yeah it's it it is uh, you you have to listen to that. But uh, yeah, we recognize that we're young. Yeah, and, and so our we have five kids, and our oldest is twelve. So even if, even when we're talking about parenting, like we, we're young in this, we're still learning about it. And like, in many ways we haven't proven ourselves, but I also think that's a bad reason for not doing things. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, you don't want to just, if you just wait till you've finished. If you wait till your kids are grown to pass on good parenting advice. Yes. Imagine, imagine if. Like what you would have then is you would have like in in normal Christian life you wouldn't have to peer you would never have peer encouragement mm-hmm. because how can you encourage me because you haven't finished the race yet yeah so only people who finish the race can talk about the race mm-hmm. which sounds very much like our modern sort of uh, yeah logical flow uh, but yeah so we know we're young we know we don't have uh, all all the answers and that some of this will be us talking about answers that we've just found from the Lord and from mm-hmm. his word and, uh, from just sanctification in general or learn from other believers and learn from other podcasts or books or probably more than anything, just from the Bible. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, I have one that actually one of my friends told me that 
I don't need to worry about this. She said, I have an awesome voice and it's perfect for podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) But one thing that I, I was laughing about thinking about doing a podcast is I kind of have a, a, a baby voice. And I know this because a music professor told me that. <gasps> Gasp. Oh, no. I know. So I was singing, and he stopped me and said, why are you singing like a baby? And I also have heard, I've heard this again. I've heard it again through the years. Anyhow. So. I think you have a wonderful voice. I might have also, <laughs> like when she told me that the professor said that, I was like, yeah, you do sing like a baby. <laughs> I thought it was on purpose. I thought that was like your shtick or yeah. like your 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 special thing that you do. Yeah. yeah. But your normal voice isn't a baby voice. But not to get on the vo- voice thing, that is also one of my uh, deals. I, I've never really liked, I've always wanted to be deeper. Mm-hmm. In fact, like. When I when I used to have colds, I would wish sometimes that the voice would. I'd be I, like, "How? Everybody does. How that. are you doing? No, like listen, I've got. I have noticed. And I I would no I would I like when I say I would wish I would pray, <laughs> Lord, if you want this to if it's your will if, if it's your will, Lord, don't that let me that I here. sound like Sam Elliott, uh, so be it. I've noticed people when they're sick. I've noticed they talk more, and I think it's because they like the sound. I think it's because of the drugs <laughs> that they're taking. No. They're and probably I've, I do the same thing when I have like a sore throat. Well, I bet you can. I bet when you're sick, and this is not a medical episode, but I bet when you're sick, you can kind of hear yourself a little bit better. Maybe the stuffiness, you can hear your voice a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. It just sounds cool. It's random. Someone can Google that and tell us why. Yeah. And on this subject, just a little household trivia Chris has a super. Super duper duper loud voice, like yeah, he could have been a, a preacher pre microphone era. Yeah, Spurgeon used to say that uh, that if a man was not barrel chested, that he was not called to be a preacher mm-hmm. back before they had microphones. Mm-hmm. But I am not barrel chested. I bet you are. You think so? Yeah. No, you're just saying you. that. Well, I mean, uh, but yeah, I used to always get in trouble as a kid because I would whisper. And the teachers would call mm-hmm. me yeah. like, Mr. Gore, you're the worst child. <laughs> which is, and you have a baby voice. <laughs> so. so, yeah. So I will like, we with our five kids, I'll try to get everyone's attention. Nobody hears me. Even our Amazon, can I say her name? Don't say her name because she'll, she'll she she's never listening. She never hears me. She's recording. She's our backup recording because we know that she's recording this anyway. <laughs> So if if this if this doesn't if if the podcast doesn't work, we're just going to call Amazon and say, "Hey, can you can you forward that to us?" <laughs> yeah. So even she doesn't hear me, and it's kind of a joke around the house. So what I will do is I will tell Chris what I want to be broadcasted to the children. So I'm always nudging him, like, "Hey, can you tell the kids to come eat?" Yeah, she does it, but that's not unusual just because of her voice. She does that all the time anyway. Like if there's a phone call mm-hmm. or like if, even if her friends call her, mm-hmm. like if your friends call you, you still, you'll oh. be like, answer the phone. You yeah. Don't, you yeah. Don't. He's my spokesperson. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the doctor. Oh yeah. The dentist. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who talk. Yes. Doctor. She needs this examined or that done. And sometimes they have to talk to yeah, me. So I'll be to like, get the, permission yeah, yeah. to talk to you. So she like scurries over the phone and says, yes, I give him permission and then scurries back. And then I just do the middleman thing. What does it feel like? Mm-hmm. You know, is, does this day work? You know, what sort of pain? Yeah. It's, so this is a, this is a normal, it's all right. It's not bad. It's not a bad life. I've got one last qualifier. Okay. Do you have another one? Um, no, maybe, well, back to like talking. Sometimes I am a little slow at talking words. <laughs> what? <laughs> Slow at talking? What other words are there? Okay. <laughs> talking words. So, I didn't know that you needed to put an adjective. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm a writer. <laughs> I'm very important on my blog. <laughs> I have a blog. That's where I do the writing words. The writing words. These are the talking words. And even those... She's did- also slow at the writing words. <laughs> As the person who has to monitor her 
on her bed with her computer yes. and be like, did you get it done? I'm, I'm just almost, yeah. almost. So, I just gotta... uh, yeah, I'm slow at the writing words yeah. too. Just words. You're slow I'm at words. Slow. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yes, I'm slow at words. So you can expect some long pauses. I think I they've already think experienced some of, of the those. words yeah. that I want to come out of my mouth. <laughs> They're coming though. Just give me time. Give me time. And one last thing, my very last one, if I may. So this is, I hope this will actually encourage other people. Um, I am not, like, I'm not really interested in being on videos or audios, whatever this is. Um, It's just not my thing, you know. But am I skipping ahead if I say, I'm afraid I'm skipping ahead. Um... But here's what I'm all about lately, and that's getting over myself. And if yeah. if I can offer something to help someone else, um, I want to do it. So I hope that will encourage you. Um, if there are things that you don't love to do, just just let it go and 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 try it. Yeah, I like that. That's that's true. That's good. That is skipping ahead. You are yeah, skipping ahead. Afraid. That's not a qualifier. That's a, a that's a purpose. You should take a long drink. Uh, my last qualifier is now going to look like, but she's so important. <laughs> the last qualifier, and you might have heard her say, "You got to mention this." My last qualifier, and I've got it on here. Cat will probably interrupt at some point. Oh yeah. And no, she okay. You got to understand this. Our cat Chloe, she loves me. She. I. She more than loved you. I rescued her mm-hmm. from the engine of... A train. No. No. A steamboat. It was a car. Uh, and she has adored me ever since. And as soon as I sat down to do this, she jumped into my lap, put her face in my face, and then tried to walk on the desk. And so you're actually probably more likely to hear us be interrupted by her than you are our kids. Mm-hmm. Although our kids will probably come in mm-hmm. at some point too. And that's just part of life. And that's great. But if you hear thunk, thunk, or if the phone just falls to the ground or whatever, <laughs> it's Chloe. It's Chloe. Yeah, whom we love. So you mentioned a little bit. Why do we, why, why are we doing this? Because we want to. Because we want to. Why not, right? Like that's important. my deal. Yeah, because we're because we're somebody's. Yeah, for me, <clears throat> mine is all of that, and I've got because I'm a pastor, so it's got it's biblical, right? Uh, I've got from Hebrews chapter three, verse thirteen, a passage oh, no. that we've talked about at church when we went through the love one another and what that looks like. In Hebrews three thirteen, it says, "Exhort one another as long as it is called today." And that word exhort there is the word call alongside parakaleo, where we get the word paraclete or the idea of, of a helper or someone who comes alongside. So, so call along, parakaleo, call out, call others to join you, exhort them to join you, to like come with me in this. And so that's, that's, I, that's what I'm wanting to do to get as much Christ out there as I can to help people, other believers, any way that I can to exhort whomever might hear this, uh, like, I'm, I'm, I got thrown off because I, I realized it should have been whoever might hear this, right? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> no. no, you just used whom wrong. Like if you're going to do who, who, anyway. Scrap this yeah, episode. I mean, come Start on. Over. But really just anyone that it can help. Just, just talk about him, mm-hmm. whoever you are. Talk about him. Let's fill the earth with God's glory like waters cover the sea, mm-hmm. uh, as is refrained multiple times in Scripture. So that's why I wanted to do this. I want to for this to be a part of just talking about God all the time in, in any form that I can, in any way that I can call along other brothers and sisters mm-hmm. as long as it's today. I will not do this if it's called tomorrow, but as long as it's called today, <laughs> I'll be doing stuff like yeah. this. And for me, same thing. Um, plus, for I, me, sames exactly what he <laughs> ditto. <said. laughs> Pastor's wife. <laughs> um, I have seen so much growth in my own life through listening to podcasts, and it's such a great way. Um, it's something you can just stick in your ear while you're doing work, like uh, doing dishes or laundry or rocking a baby to sleep. 
So I've seen how it has helped me, and I would love to help someone out there. Um, if you're a young mom, like we've we've been through, we have been through these things, and we know what it's like. And we would love to provide some encouragement and and help you along in your Christian walk. Um, plus, I'm happy to help you get your laundry done. So yeah, let's just help you. I'm just power glad. through that. I'm glad to be here to help anybody or help you on your. Like if you're putting this in as you're driving to work, yeah, like just to help you have like thoughts about the day that are hopefully going to be godly and just good and hear from other believers. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a worthwhile yeah. thing. And part of the reason that we are doing it is we've just realized this is a quick, easy way for us to. To get some good stuff out there. Um, yeah. And and we have a bunch of folks at our church in the same sort of life situation as us that come to us with questions about these sorts of things. And we've answered the same question probably, you know, 5, 10, 15 times into just different uh, family situations. So if some of these things we can just get out uh, and know that our our church body whom we love is is listening and growing together with us and that others might be uh it, it's it's nice yeah yeah and we All know right. there are, there are other people that also have kids yes like us we have kids there are I have people with kids? seen polls that say even in America people are still having kids <laughs> so, yeah we've been to Chick-fil-A yeah there are kids there yeah that's normally when I Turn around and leave Chick-fil-A. <laughs> like, there are people I'm, here. Oh, man. We came at the wrong time. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, I want to, I want what's with the name? What's that? Why the Hodge Podcast? That's, I love that name. I do too. And that's kind of just. I came up with it. Yeah. It's just a hodgepodge uh, of stuff. Learning about anything and everything. Yeah. No, I didn't come up with it. I think you did. Well, there's a there's a debate about who came up. Now, this isn't like mosaic authorship type thing or how many Isaiahs are there. Uh, this is just uh, I came up with it and she misremembers. But she, in grace, mm-hmm. is saying, is admitting, or at least I'm very outwardly proclaiming <laughs> while inwardly chagrinning. <laughs> seething. Uh, seething beneath the surface. Despising. Yeah. So <laughs> that 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 we came up with the podcast. So that's what we're gonna call it. We're gonna call it the podcast. Yeah. Hodge podcast. I'm just gonna call it the podcast. Yes, the podcast it is. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to some of our main dishes. Do you have any other side dishes no, you want to talk about? That's side it. things, side issues. I'm good. Let's get to some of our main topics then, because okay. I've got two I that are really poignant and they really want to get to before we run out of time um that we just make up when that's gonna be. Um so what's the what's the main dish you want to talk about? I want what's to talk topic? about the Bible reading challenge. We love reading the Bible, <laughs> and we love the Bible reading challenge. Um, some of our friends at uh, Christ Church in Moscow, Idaho. Uh, if if you've uh, you just Facebook Bible reading challenge, you could probably even Google it. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Bible Reading Challenge. What is it? The Bible Reading Challenge is just a super helpful tool to get Christians back in the Word and reading it like normal people. Um, I started it. It's been going longer than this, but I started it in earnest last summer. And it has changed my life, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, it has. I mean, it's been... You have grown... Tell us how I've grown. You, you she has grown Say nice so <laughs> much. Uh, no, and it has been directly related to the reading of God's word, which it is really what, does. which is what I told her to do anyway. But as normally happens when you're a pastor, like you'll tell people to do things, uh, and they'll just <laughs> so look at you, true. and then like two months later, they'll be like, "You wouldn't believe the sermon that John Piper had yes. on doing blank," and I'm just like. Blink, blink. Yeah. He told me I should do this. And I was like, what? I've never heard that. <laughs> uh, and so she's like, I've been reading my Bible. And it works. And it works. And I was just like, blink, I, blink, blink. Even, uh-huh, uh-huh. even reading it, like, I've been reading whole sections. Yeah, and, I've been in whole books. You can read a whole sitting. book in one sitting. And that, if, if you know me, that's my thing. Like, yeah. that's my 
thing. Uh, and so I just went, uh-huh. I apologize. Uh, no, it's fine. The Holy, the Holy Spirit is the one who chose when to do it when. Uh, so, yeah, we want, we want, uh, people to read their their Bibles and to be reading them. I love, and our church has done this for years or, or tried to in various uh, ways. I love people, local church bodies, and now the church, you know, capital C church sort of uh, reading the same stuff at the same time. I think there's great power in that. There, It encourages uh, conversations when we're all reading the same thing. So like if you're reading numbers and I'm reading Mark and you say, what about numbers eight? And if I'm in Mark, I'm like, I don't know where is, where is numbers. Uh, I know it's in the law, but where, uh, you certainly don't know what's in it, but if we're all reading it, so that encourages us to be able, so it makes us able to talk about God's word mm-hmm. together. And we try to do that just as a church. We encourage throughout the week us to to take what you've heard in sermons and chew on that text mm-hmm. all week long mm-hmm. together so that you're, you're chewing on the same stuff. And the Bible Reading Challenge encourages us to all be in the same space, which is going to do with Same Page Summer. Yes. Uh, are you going to bring up Same Page yes, Summer? Let's I mean, that's it. Yeah. The so. Same Page Summer is jumping into the. New Testament. New Testament, starting on June 3rd, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I'm excited about that personally. Right now, I'm going to be, we're going to do it as a family. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing, walking through it with the young men at our church, some of whom just figured out what the New Testament was. <laughs> like these are, we on Wednesday nights, we do Wednesday night outreach. We, we, you know, talk a lot of times to kids who come from non-Christian homes, mm-hmm. some of whom don't have a Bible at all, no Bible knowledge. Uh, and so by the end of the summer, though, we'll have read through the entire New Testament. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. I don't think I did that as a youth. And, of course, again, there were people telling me to. I've always had people telling me yeah. to read my Bible. And I just think it clicked last year. And um, But I hope it—I want it to click for more people faster than it did for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about some of the things that help that to happen. I think one of the biggest things for me was getting out of the mentality that time in the Bible had to be like quiet and set apart and see I run into this problem. What? Because I am a I am a perfectionator. Mm-hmm. Like a combination of perfectionist and procrastinator. <laughs> Procrastinationist. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, if I can't do it perfectly, a lot of times it takes me forever to do it. You saw this in my marking my Bible mm-hmm. up. I spent yes. months trying to find the right pens, mm-hmm. <laughs> then months trying to find the way I went. I would photocopy sheets, pages of the Bible, and practice different yeah, ways to he's underline. Not exaggerating. Yeah, and so that became a problem for me in in Bible reading, especially when I already have a tendency to just read through a book, uh-huh. which tends to just make it slower. Um, yeah, if I couldn't do it perfectly, I wouldn't do it. And I think yeah. a lot of people still, if they can't, yeah. if they can't, if it's not totally quiet, yeah. kids are gone, Time you know, the sun's in the right spot, <laughs> the coffee's at the right temperature. The Instagram yeah. picture. And, and then if it's not, they're like, get get thee behind me, Satan, mm-hmm. or whatever. And, and they, like, then they'll say, like... I didn't have time to do it today yeah, because yeah. those moments just don't happen. Yeah, which what they really mean is I didn't have a time where everything was perfect. Where everything Not was that perfect. I didn't have the time. I right. just didn't have this picture of what the time should look like. Yeah. Yeah. And so it really does, that really does keep a lot of people from daily time in the Word. And so breaking out of that mentality and bringing the Bible into my real life, mm-hmm. which is loud and chaotic and messy. It's like the book of Judges. <laughs> it is insane up like in here. We're, like you live in the book of... Imagine the people in the book of Judges trying to sit down and read their Bibles with like yeah. tent pegs in hand oh and, yeah. and foxes catching fields of fire. I mean, yeah, like... <laughs> Like imagine, imagine trying. Like I really, I could use uh, a really quiet space. And <laughs> yeah, these Philistines just uh, just won't let me read my Bible. Uh, yeah. So, I think that's been the biggest and, change for me. And there are so many resources out there to be able to get the Bible. I tell you what, I'm a huge fan of audio Bibles. Mm-hmm. Huge fan of audio me Bibles, too. B- both because they're they're helpful. 
in terms of you can have it playing while you're doing work and you can't hold your Bible in your hand. You're not worried about getting it wet because you're doing the dishes or whatever. Uh, and also because so much of when it's talking in scripture about the word for the longest time, I mean, up until the last, you know, 500 years, Christians took in the Bible audibly, mm-hmm. you know, until we had our own, per- and even that, even, even that it's even been closer than that. Cause just at the invention of the printing press doesn't mean that everyone mm-hmm. had a Bible that day. So mm-hmm. normally the Bible intake was audible. Uh, and you know, whether it was Moses speaking the law to the people or, uh, the, the, the leaders getting up and reading the words of the book to the mm-hmm. people, people took in God's word audibly. And we've got all sorts of free mm-hmm. audio Bibles that yeah. you can put on. I mean, you can have them on when you're writing. This sounds like we're going to be pulling the rug out from under our own podcast. Like, why am I listening to your podcast when I could be listening to an audio Bible? Listen, if you choose an audio Bible over our podcast, like, I will give you a five-star rating uh, <laughs> because audio Bibles are good. Like, uh, if that's how you have to yeah. take in Scripture, that's great. Totally. Uh, there's so many so many great resources out mm-hmm. there and great ways to do it. Bibles. Mm-hmm. Uh or inexpensive. And I think we'll probably do a lot of that with the kids this summer. So same page summer does start on June 3rd. Mm-hmm. And like he said, we're going to try to bring our kids in on it this year, um, which is challenging. I mean, you know, we have a 12, almost 10, almost eight, five and one year old. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. I was, as you were going through it, I was like, I don't know if any of this is right. As long as she gets five, as long as you get five of them, I'm just going to nod my head. Yeah. So, I mean, when you say we're going to read the Bible with our kids, that means different things for the different ages. Yeah. We're not, yeah. We're not going to sit down with our, with our one year old or five year old. And yeah, we're not going to give him a Bible and say, hey, go read this. Chapters for the day. So, um, I think we'll be using a lot of the audio Bible. And when we do uh, read-alouds here at our house in, with literature, we're, we let the kids color. We let them make pot holders or play with Play-Doh. So it's not going to be us like, sit down, kids. We're going to read the Bible to you. We're going to make it fun, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to bring them in. And teach them to love the word. Yes. And, um, it's, it is it is going to be a feasting yeah. at the table. Yeah. So that's that's our plan. It's going to be a feast time, not a punishment. And it'll it's probably be, look different every day. It's going to be like when you bring dessert to your kids and they're like, I don't want that. And you're like, listen, you haven't tried this. <laughs> if you would try it, you would love it. And then you'd say, like in your case, mommy didn't even eat this when she was little either. Uh, and now she loves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what we're going to do with the word. Like, hey, kids, like trust us like this is this is gonna be fun this is gonna be great yeah and it's enjoyable yeah and we enjoy it and so it'll be enjoyable to them there'll be a, just a joy about the whole process yeah so we want to invite everyone to join us um you can did you already say where you can find it i don't know if i said where i said google it i think you, you i google everything so com slash bible reading challenge um, or, you know, you could go to my blog page, <laughs> Mrs. Gore's diary dot, is it dot com? Dot com. Dot com. No, actually my Facebook page. Um, you could go to my website. What's your website? I don't have one. Oh, nope. That's right. No, I do have a Facebook profile though. Yeah. And I'm pretty keen at the Marco Polos. <laughs> <laughs> don't find us. Don't. Here. No. Yeah. Thanks. I will deny it. Yeah, so it's it's easy to find, and we'd love to have as many people along as possible. Yeah, we want you to we want you to join. But also, I also just want to like stress like when you look in in history at the times when God worked great revival amongst the people and even among nations, it happened when Christians got together and were reading their. Their word. Mm-hmm. We're reading the Bible. I well, mean, you should, because some of these are from Scripture. Uh, like you look at the the Josiah's reform in Second Kings twenty two and twenty three, where they find the book of the law and they like bring it to him and they they read it to him and it's like then they read it to the people and everyone they're like making covenants. We'll do this, God. Like the entire nation makes a covenant. We're going to obey 
these words that we just read. Uh, and so there's there's that reading. Uh, I mean, the same thing post exile, like uh, Nehemiah, Nehemiah chapter eight, right? Ezra gets up and he reads the law to the people. Remember, they're all standing, which I always use that as a threat to the mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. You think it's hard to sit through my right. one through my one hour sermon? Like I just uh, the imagine if I made range. you stand. And you, we just read the whole thing. Uh, yeah, but it, it, all of those they were they weren't from anything other than the people hearing the word of God. Mm-hmm. It was the, just the the word of God being read. In this case, to the people. Um, so the reading of God's word is. This is so important, and, and I think what's funny is you think of like Amos chapter eight verse eleven, where God threatens the people, mm-hmm. and He threatens them with a famine. Remember, mm-hmm. and it's a famine of what, the word, mm-hmm. right? Like that's what I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a famine of the word. Uh, that's supposed to be scary. And what I think is funny for us is is many Christians, many, we're like in a self induced famine. Yeah, a voluntary. Yeah, famine. voluntary famine. And then wondering, and then we wonder wondering what why, what's the wrong with the church, and yeah. why are all these preachers like this, and why are churches like and this? Why and am I why, so? Why is why is the kingdom of God seem so powerless yeah. in our nation? And uh, and we look and we are we are a famished people. Anemic. Yeah, and a self induced, self imposed mm-hmm. famine. Mm-hmm. Which is just the craziest sort of thing. It is. And what, what really kills me now is I know. I know how important it is, how powerful it is. Um, and it kills me the days that, and even several days, where I will miss reading. Mm-hmm. And, and I will. I'll wonder, like, why am I anxious again? Like, yeah. I've seen so much growth in my life and I haven't been anxious What's wrong with me? And then it's like, you haven't read your Bible, you dummy. Yeah. You're starving. Yeah. And you look at, it is is true biblically, revival comes from the reading of God's word. Mm-hmm. It's also true historically, both the Reformation mm-hmm. uh, on the continent and then with the Puritans, people were reading, it was a, it was a going back to the font of the word. Mm-hmm. People were getting back in God's word mm-hmm. uh, and... Uh, Taking it and reading it, which and is so Puritan exciting. homes full of the word, yeah. Protestant homes full of the word, mm-hmm. and now, yeah, we just. But that's we, what's we, exciting yeah. is now is the time. Take up and read, right? To take up, and take read up and read, and see what happens. Like yes, just see what happens. Yes, and I think the more people who are taking this seriously and and adding the word to their daily life and and building their really, it's building your life and your home around it. Yeah, because what we're going to see is that God keeps his promises, he right? And so what he promised in Isaiah 55 about his word is going to be true that his word will not return void. That just like, you know, just like water goes down uh and and snow goes down, just as rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return there but water the earth. Uh he says so shall so shall the word that goes uh out of my mouth. It shall not return to me empty. It'll yeah. accomplish that for which I purpose. And then you ask, well, what did he purpose? Well, he tells us in 2 Timothy chapter 3, 16 and 17, he purposes for the words that come out of his mouth, those God-breathed words, to do what? To make to make the man of God... I was going to say that. You were? Yes. To make the man of God complete, competent for every good work. So God, the, the purpose of his word is to uh, <laughs> equip it. It will accomplish its purpose, and its purpose is to equip us. Yeah. And so if you if you want to feel equipped, read the word, yeah. and God promises it's going to do what he sent it to do. Yeah, and I would not, I would not be saying this if it, if it weren't true. Like, I would not even be talking about this right now. If, if I had not seen him use his word this past year in incredible ways in my life, like I've seen it, it, it happens. He equipped me in ways that I've never been equipped before. Um, and he, I, uh, he helped me with anxiety mm-hmm. that I felt like I would never, ever change. Like that I would always have this, you know, these things in yeah. my life. Um, his word his word was so powerful and it changed me. And I think that's the the second big topic, and we're going to make it a small topic just for time's sake, uh, is this is all just getting back to recognizing the power of God's word. Mm-hmm. If God's word is, is truly powerful, as powerful as he says it is, uh, and powerful in our lives, 
I mean, what a what a joy to get to take up and read. Not a not a duty, mm-hmm. but a delight. I know that's said a lot, but that's what it would would be if mm-hmm. God's word really was that powerful in shaping us, in shaping our homes, mm-hmm. in shaping our nation, in shaping the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Making his glory to cover the earth like waters cover the sea. Yeah. That happens through the preaching and teaching, the reading, the taking, the eating of of his word. Mm-hmm. And we, we talk about how important the word is for 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 preachers or pastors or elders, like, oh, the word of God is so important. And we go to church, go to a church that preaches the word, because we know it's important for those guys. Listen, this is the word is important for every believer. Mm-hmm. It's important for every believer to believe the power of God's word. That's what the, you know, I was talking about the Puritan, the those Puritan revivals, mm-hmm. both in England and then in the United States, with like Jonathan Edwards and uh John Owen and I mean they they believed in they they rested in the power of God's word not the power of their ability to speak right. but the power of God's word and they when they preached they preached confident in that power and when they encouraged people to read it was because they knew the power of God's word I'm uh, going to be meeting with uh, hopefully with some people who are less than happy about God's word sometime and uh and you can go into that confident we are so uh, unconfident mm-hmm. when we when we go into this world, when we talk to people that and it's because we don't believe that the word of God is as powerful as He yes. says. And we're inerrantists. We're inerrantists who would say the word of God is without error, but yeah. we're also we act as if the word of God is without power. Yeah. And one thing that I really learned as I read through the Bible last year is that we really don't know our God. We just don't know him. And when you know him... Well, he reveals himself through his word. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you you're not reading the word, yeah. From his word, it gives you confidence because mm-hmm. you know who your father is. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, that's the only way you can know God. Right. Is through his word. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was one thing. That's another thing that I gleaned last year was just, I am not intimidated anymore by arguments that used to intimidate me. Um because I know, I know who God is, and I'm not embarrassed by anything I read. Like, you read the whole thing through. It's all good. There are no holes. It all yeah. lines up. You don't and it all lines, it doesn't that. even, it, this is so funny. The more you read it, it doesn't even just, that it lines up or there's no holes per se, but mm-hmm. it is this amazing tapestry yeah. that you're like, okay, come on. There's no there's way. There's no way. <laughs> like... I mean, it, this is like the last week of the show Game of Thrones or whatever. Like everyone's griping about how it's ending. And I think about like the show. Remember when we watched Lost oh, and wasted our life on Don't that show? Don't talk about that show. And, and it's so stupid. Like imagine <laughs> if the Bible just couldn't, like if he just yeah. couldn't stick the landing, right? Yeah. Like all these, so like, all these various authors. And yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, it's like they forgot to they forgot to wrap up. Like, where's Walt? what's what's heaven? I'm not talking about lost anymore. I'm talking about the Bible. Like, like imagine if if we got to like wrap up. Like, when's Jesus coming back? Yeah. Or what's going to happen in the end? If yeah. it's just like if it totally jumped the shark, but it yeah, doesn't. No. It like From and, and it pulls these images that from from throughout the text that it would be impossible. Impossible if it were not. <laughs> For a singular author to yeah. write all the books and for that singular author to indeed be the Lord God himself, revealing himself through through the word. So, yeah, we're all about the Bible, we getting like in your it. Bible. All Read your Bible, and the Bible reading mm-hmm. challenge is a great way to do that. And there's some great Facebook groups to do that. There's a ladies' Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, of course, the best, the best group is within your local church body. Mm-hmm. Be talking about it to each other, encouraging one another. All right. That's our big topics for the day. So let's finish up with a little jello salad. The mystery topic. Bring it out. This is wobbling. It's wobbling. Do you want to have some of my jello salad? <laughs> yes, I do. Is that, is that cottage it? cheese or marshmallows? Uh all right. So here's my jello, my surprise topic uh okay. from one of us. So Leslie. Yes. What is a skill that others have? I'm scared. That amazes you, a skill that other people have that you go, that's an amazing skill. Oh my. I have to think for a second. 
a skill that You have to others... think before you take a bite of the jello salad, too. <laughs> no, you just dig in and then you go, oh my gosh, that's disgusting. A skill that others have that amazes me. Yeah, it's not a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> you like, like, it's like a, oh, oh, I have a really good one. I really do. Okay. A riddle or an answer to the question? An answer to the okay. question. I have a friend who just had her first novel published. Oh, her yeah. name's Amanda Dykes. I should also dedicate this episode to her, her and Jersey Mike. Don't, because then you can't dedicate another episode to her. I'll do another one to her. Don't give her like a, like, (laughs) this is like a footnoted dedication. (laughs) Imagine if a dedication was like thrown in in the bottom of page 72. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. She gets her own dedication. So listen. Okay. I knew Amanda was a good writer because she's written before. She's written novellas. She's been in a, a, like a... A compilation of novels, you know. But um, this book blew me away, and I'm blown away by her ability to to weave a tale, a mm, story she a made weaving. up in her head. Yeah, yeah. And it's so intricate, and yeah. it, it it crosses like time. And I didn't mean to start like pitching her book, but. You but so author, you would say authors that can write authors well, like write especially story. fictional authors. Yes. Yeah, like tale tellers. Because, I mean, I'm an author. I'm saying, saying uh, Esty Smith. <laughs> yes. Uh, who is like I think like the mo- like a modern C.S. Lewis. Yeah. Uh, Indy Wilson, mm-hmm. Andrew Peterson, mm-hmm. uh, like when those guys, and then of course C.S. Lewis, J.R. Tolkien, uh-huh. like those the ability to create. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. not, that people are going to Google that. It's and, one of my favorite uh, books. Okay, never mind. From, uh, from yeah, I can, authors are that is amazing. So wait, real quick, whose waves these are is Amanda's book. You should read it. You should. But I have been like for the past month, just like mind blown. How did she do that? Yeah. So for me, you uh-huh. know, you know what school what? gets me right me? now. Your ability, me? my ability, your ability to, to talk about subs. <laughs> <laughs> Submarine sandwiches, <laughs> heroes, if you will. It's uh, just so no, cheesy. No, no, it is cheesy. The, the um, sandwich, it's yeah. so good. Mine is. <laughs> this week has been graphic stuff. People are going to like graphic designing and like, mm-hmm. I design stuff. Really, and maybe it's because I'm working on the church's website. Mm-hmm. But I look at other people's websites and things, <laughs> and I go, "How do they, they do, do that? that?" And here I am, like clunking away, like. Yeah, like, like paint um, on Microsoft what Paint are some or of the something. Fonts that- yeah, I am a I'm a font geek though. Yeah, I I have so many fonts. On my, I think I I think I have more space on my computer for fonts than I do pictures because mm-hmm. I just love fonts. Oh, that's anyway. you're cute. Thanks. <laughs> we should get married. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So that's our Jello salad for today. That was a good question. Yeah, I thought it was a good Next question. Next week I have to think of it. You're gonna question. have you're gonna have some good Jello salad. I'm gonna say, what's your favorite sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Here comes Chloe. Here, Chloe's stepping on the phone. All right. Well, that's uh, that's our main dishes and our Jello salad, and yeah. we want to end. Well, I want to thank everyone for making it this far. And for giving, especially me, time to adjust to to this because I don't know what I'm doing. So thanks. But you did great. And we end. We're going to end every week with our with our oh, verse God. for the week, our favorite verse that we've read or thought about for this week. You want me to start out so you can find, pretend that you've read a verse after doing the Bible reading challenge? Sure. Wouldn't that be funny? Like, oh man, I got. I do. I do have to look mine up. Okay. Well, I. Uh, you said that because you said like I'm not the prepared sort of. Right, I'm jumping person. in. I'm uh, really jumping in. Sorry. Second Corinthians chapter nine verse ten is mine. Okay. <clears throat> Read it aloud. I shall. <laughs> he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. Okay. Just love that. God provides our food. He gives us both the seed and he causes the seed to grow to give us bread. And the same thing is true in our spiritual lives. Mm -hmm. He gives us the seed, which is the word of God, Mm -hmm. right? As Jesus says, he gives us the seed. uh, And then he also causes that seed to increase so that we grow in righteousness. That's a... It's good to have him just over the whole process. It makes me feel like I'm a little kid gardening, Mm -hmm. you know, and... 
It's like when we did like sunflowers with the kids and mm-hmm. we did the garden last year and it was just me gardening. But the kids <laughs> were like, look at my sunflowers. Where are my carrots? And I was like, you didn't do nothing. But thankfully, the Lord is a better father than I am. So he's like, he you just, didn't say that. He, in my nice. head, in my head, I said, no. I said that as I was out there pulling weeds. Uh, he pulls the weeds too. That should be in there. He pulls the weeds. But anyway, God uh, is so good. Mm. That's good. It made me think of the Sower song too. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great, that's a great song, song by Andrew. Andrew Peters. Peters. I love the the Sower song plays. We so we have songs we play at church sometimes, and the Sower song was uh, on that list, very high on the list. Is like number one. But I and I'm normally in the in the sanctuary getting things ready by myself, mm-hmm. and that song would come out and I just cry. <laughs> would just be crying in there alone, uh, and so I had to get it off that. That, that made me cry too. Yeah, That's it's not. a good song. Listen to it if you don't if you don't know it. Yeah, go listen to it favorite. and you'll you'll cry. It's that good. or the Gray Havens oh, uh, Storehouse of Mercy. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. That's anyway. Good stuff. Um. Okay, my verse is from Psalm chapter 2. Oh, yeah, you talked about this Actually, the whole chapter. You talked about this, yeah. Yeah, but the last part says, Now therefore, O kings, be wise, be warned, O rulers of the earth, serve the Lord with fear, and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. And I read that verse that chapter this week when all of Oklahoma was looking for a place to take refuge from possible tornadoes. And it just, it just brought me so much comfort to know that whether we're in a tornado shelter Mm -hmm. or not, God is our refuge. And it was a good verse to share with the kids too, when they were kind of freaking out <laughs> about the tornadoes. That's funny because I shared that with the group tonight, not that verse, but that mm-hmm. idea that like, hey, we've taken refuge in the in the church uh, from the storm and the Lord is our refuge from our the great storm of, of our lives. Mm-hmm. So yeah, make sure you're taking refuge in Him. That's really good. Thanks. Well, good job. I'm glad it wasn't something like, I was expecting <laughs> to be like, Jesus wept. <laughs> like, man, she just oh, ran to that. That's that, another qualifier I didn't say. He has a voice for me. I don't have a voice for you. I just perfectly no, mimic your voice. It'll probably come up. So I just think you all should know about it. Well. <laughs> he just used it when he said Jesus wept. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I didn't it'll use, be it, coming out though. Well, so. we'll see. If you talk more about Jersey, Jersey mics. <laughs> it's like this is an ongoing thing. Like you think this is funny, but I point out the Jersey mic signs for no, I actually point out Jimmy John signs as a yeah, joke. Yeah, as a joke. Uh that's but, Yeah, but he also says um, that I often sound like I am advertising for things. Yeah, when I'm not. Yeah, we'll be in the middle of the kitchen, like, and she'll have a bowl of cereal, and she'll she'll just start (laughs) like pontificating about this very like eloquent uh, description of this bowl of cereal, and I'll turn around and be like, "Is there a camera that you're speaking to here? Do you?" Just, Why are you holding it with like <laughs> Vanna White hands? <laughs> like, if you look at this cereal, yeah. I just really, I'm really excited about people who do things well. It sounds like you're excited about food. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so it sounds like you're excited about. And you know who people do? People to do things well. People who make food. <laughs> like this. Oh, that's the voice. There's that's the right. Voice. That's not the voice. They were actually going. Why is Leslie talking at the same time that she's laughing? Because it's the same. Anyway, we want to thank you guys for uh, sticking with us for this first oh, podcast. Five of you. Thanks. Mom. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to all our moms thanks, out Leslie. there. What yeah. Is? Yeah. Uh, so anyway uh, <laughs> thanks for joining with us like I said uh, two seemingly meaningless people talking about hopefully some very meaningful things because uh, we have a we have a great God people let's remember that together mm-hmm.